question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. Church members I have. With 15 cents. Alright, Basement Full of Heretics, episode 11. Uh, this is a special one. Uh, we're both in the same location. Mm-hmm. As you can uh, hear, there's that. Emil's got that crisp, high fidelity sound, yeah, which really mean one thing that he's violating COVID <laughs> protocols. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to give, give the people what they want. For the sake of the pod. Yeah, yeah but so um, <laughs> this week's been, um, I've been, I've been in town with the family. Uh, so I've basically been with you for most of the week, but. Uh, how are you doing, man? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty, I don't know how I feel about this early morning thing, man. Like, I, I, I know the podcast is still coming out at the same time and listeners are fine with it, but like, I'm tired, man. Dude, I'm so tired. I don't know, man. Do you want to give this to give, uh, give, it's 8.58, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, actually it was... not that early. Like, <laughs> like it's almost, it's almost 9 a.m. No, like, but I've been awake since, I've been awake since, uh, that's actually well, it's hard to say when exactly. Like seven. Yeah. It's, I, that's really not that late. I've actually not been that. taking like naps between. I've probably taken at least. No, I kid you not. This morning I've taken at least eight five minute naps. <laughs> no, no, it, you know, it's more like you've been sleeping for a while and then you just break. You to wake up every once in a while. No, but yeah, I literally I, I have like a timer on my phone. And I just set a timer for five minutes and I've hit it. Like, Why are you doing reset? That? I, I don't know because I think <laughs> there's like this optimistic side of me which is like I only need five more minutes. So yeah. and I've done that at least eight times this morning. I I honestly I, I think that experience proves that the snooze button is a scam. The thing is like, oh no, it's not, it's, but it's not the snooze button. It's literally I, I use the timer app on my phone. No, but that's what I'm saying. But that's that's literally what the snooze button is. It gives you five more seconds. Then you snooze again. You snooze again. You snooze again. Yeah, no, I I have a very intense um, usage of, of the snooze button because I I I um, this okay. This is the general productivity habit, which I think more people should do. But like I I have like in like a. Uh, analog alarm clock is yeah. that what it is or but just i know i just have an alarm clock yeah like which is like separate from my phone and so like i have that across the other side on the other side of my room yeah and it's and it's the sound is horrible it literally sounds like 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 um like the germans are coming like it's like, nah, 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 nah. like those air raid yeah it it's like an, it's like an air raid alarm pretty much and so that goes off like whenever I said I need in the mornings. It's on the other side of the room, so I have to get up and pr- and uh, and turn it off. And literally, up until quarantine started, I've had this thing for maybe like three years at this point. Up until quarantine started, I'd never used the snooze button, but now I've gotten into a habit where, like, you turn it off and go back to sleep. Yeah, I I know, but I I hit the snooze button and, and you then I go back, back to sleep, and then I have nine minutes before the area alarm goes off again, and then I usually do that two times every morning. That's like my that's my regular routine now. Honestly, man, him thinking <laughs> people people who have people who have their alarm clock next to their bed aren't serious. Yeah, you're not serious. You're not serious. <laughs> like, like if you have a alarm clock right you're, next you're, to your bed, you're, you're only pretending to be Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, you? yeah, you're really not serious, man. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah, man. man. How about you? How's uh? How's your, how's your week been? It's been good, man. Just uh, had a break, so a bit of a break. That's why I'm in town. Um, it was nice to take a break off, and I don't know, man. It's I, I think I think this is one of the benefits of like um, taking like sabbaticals or breaks is that you come back more refreshed. I'm definitely a lot more like amped to go than before. To go do what? To go teaching and stuff. 
And so I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely benefit personally from taking a break because as much as I enjoy my job, I feel like at some point you just get really, really worn out. And I feel like it's so important to just take those moments where you just chill. Oh, I like this a little yeah. self-care minute. Yeah. Yeah. For all you listeners out there, um, if you're feeling stressed, just break COVID <laughs> protocol. <laughs> no, it's I'm not kidding. even breaking COVID protocol. I know, though. I know, I know. This is like your secondary <laughs> residence. Um, or something, and you're single, and I don't know. There's, 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 there's enough loopholes for all of us. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, you're here. Yeah. So listeners, they get they get the pleasure of of an episode where they can actually properly hear your voice and yeah. what you're saying, and of course your heavy breathing in the background. That's always uh, sorry. It's <laughs> but but you know but you know what's interesting? I actually I was actually talking to someone about someone a, a regular listener to the podcast, uh-huh. and I was asking them about like oh the, uh, like um, can you hear me clearly and stuff? They said they said it sounds like we're in the same room, even on normal podcast. No, it doesn't. That's what they were saying. How does it sound like we're in the same room? No, no, like like uh, they said they said like the sound quality sounds like we're literally in the same room. Dude, man, this person. <laughs> This person is is disoriented. It's, 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 I'll, I'll tell you who it is afterwards. But like, someone you know too. But they literally said we sound like we're in the same room. So I'm like, okay, that's best up. No, I, okay, I can see. Okay, the, and that's that's the interesting thing. I've I've I was listening to a podcast earlier this week, and they were talking about how one thing that people like one thing that's especially like within the media and like like tv and stuff like that like one thing that's become apparent as a result of the pandemic is that uh people are willing to put up with a much lower production value than we previously thought like and i i've noticed that too like i've i've always just like i've been listening to podcasts for a while via zoom zoom podcast which like <laughs> yeah like and like those whole zoom audio thing like previously before the pandemic would have been like oh no this is something we can't do this is mm-hmm. non-negotiable whatever whatever but like when i listen now i listen to podcasts and like you know someone's coming through the laptop or whatever as long as what they're saying is interesting, I don't, I don't really care what the what the audio quality is. Like maybe it would be nicer. Like I guess it would be like that one two percent bit nicer if they had like an actual mic with them. But I think people are realizing. I remember the podcast I was listening to. I think it was Bill Simmons. He was talking about it. He says like these millions of dollars we were spending on making these beautiful TV sets and mm-hmm. everything, having everything look so perfect. It was it was wasted. No one actually cared. People really only care about what you're saying, what the content is. Um, yeah, for real. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I guess I guess apparently um, some people are fine with uh, with the variation audio quality. Um, yeah, we've been embodying the whole spirit of content before quality. Um, yeah, um, since the very beginning, just um, pump out episodes. You yeah. know, honestly, here's due the to thing. budgetary constraints, but here's we the still, thing: still... eleven straight weeks, man. I that's 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 actually pretty impressive. Yeah. 11 straight weeks. In the so back I'm, of my mind, I keep waiting for this to fizzle out. So, but we're still, we're still here. That's over, that's over three months, man. Not over three months. It's under three months. How many weeks are oh, in yeah, a month, yeah, man? That's true. Oh, yeah, under three months. Almost three months. Almost three months. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost three months. months. That's actually pretty wild, Almost bro. three months. Almost a quarter of a year. Yeah. Podcasting. Wasting our lives, man. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. No, this is... this For some someone out there, this, this is the highlight of the week. You actually don't... Like, the thing is... The thing is, I, I think sometimes we don't actually appreciate something because we're like, because for us it's just like, ah, oh, whatever, wake up every morning. But the thing is, yeah, there are people who actually like look for, like literally look forward to these podcasts. 
Specifically, I, don't, I don't know who they are, but they are. They are, yeah. they are, they are might literally yeah, reach people. out, hit us up in the DMs. And this is uh, this is the highlight of your life. Um, no, like, 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 like the thing we'll, is, like, we'll get you in contact with the mental health professional. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, like, even even think about it, even think about yourself, like, even like some of this podcast. I'm sure there's a podcast when it drops, you're like excited. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 yeah. like, like oh, yes, I some for like the next hour or so. Like, this is good stuff. Yeah, I think I me- I mentioned it before, like anyone who knows me, like I'm I'm very much a podcast fiend. Like I probably listen to yeah, I probably listen to, like roughly three hours of podcast a day. And I don't know, man. Monday, I, I, I always Monday tell myself I'm going are to like the golden day of podcasting. I, I always tell myself I'm going to, but I listen to like the same four. <laughs> I I oh, yeah. subscribed to a ton of them. Like I I I actually went to a point where like this last week where my where my iPhone storage was almost full, so like podcasts were automatically downloading. I yeah, actually have to clear a whole thing. bunch because I'm like, I'm like, I don't listen to this stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah, I probably have like, honestly, maybe like 10 or 12 podcasts, but I don't listen to all of them like all the time. I kind of just go back and forth. There's a few I listen to regularly. I just have a bad habit of if I find, if I find a podcast that I like, like you want to, I just subscribe to it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I just subscribe to the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like. I guess the opposite of what we do is like you, we were talking a couple weeks ago, someone about like people subscribe like, to YouTube channels. Yeah, like, um, like people aren't serious. Like, yeah. like, why are you subscribing to a YouTube channel? Yeah, for what purpose? The, the algorithm will find you. That's that's literally my approach to YouTube. But I like the algorithm. I, I, I don't know, and and I th- and I, obviously, like, I don't want to go off too far on a tangent. We mentioned this yesterday. Like, I don't understand people who religiously like YouTube YouTube video. Like, really, like, like I like I like it. I click the like button. I'm like. I don't, know. I don't know. For me, it's it's there. I think a, a like is fine. Um, a comment is troubling. Uh, <laughs> like great video. Yeah. To like to like a video, a video that, that has getting a into a million client. viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice video. Wow. What a what a, what a great music <laughs> video. <laughs> Was this really necessary? Yeah, like like, like, <laughs> like here's the thing. Like like it's so funny because like think of like music videos. Like let's say like think of like the most famous music video. Like Katy Perry has never actually watched a video. <laughs> like on YouTube. Like it's just like. It's like I'm, 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 like I'm sure she saw it when it was being made, like when was they sent her the final copy. She might have watched. But just like, did you honestly send me some call there? Like, scroll down. I saw that YouTube comments. Let me see. I would. Me. YouTube comments. Yeah, but I'm, I'm vain. But they're vain too. No, I would. No, but I, but I've also heard that whole thing of like checking YouTube comments and like Instagram comments will actually destroy your mental health. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like you'll just like destroy it. Doesn't mean he's gonna stop me. Because it's just like it's one guy's. It's like it's like why do you care so much what a fourteen year old in Nebraska thinks? Because I don't know they're fourteen year old in Nebraska. Right, but Kevin Durant cares a lot. <laughs> Kevin Durant cares a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, we're not gonna go down there. But anyone anyone doesn't know about Kevin Durant's um, social media habits. Ah, uh, it's, it's not really worth looking up, but it's, yeah. it's definitely interesting. All, all, all you have to do is is go on Twitter and trash talk him. You'll find you'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Durant is always near. Um, anyway, okay, that was a that was a generally uh, just I guess pretty <laughs> aimless ten minutes. Um, but th- that's how we like to start the show yeah. uh, with just general nonsense um, before we move into more specific nonsense, um, <laughs> more targeted nonsense. <laughs> that could be a, that could be the podcast slogan. Um, but yeah, this is the last couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. This is usually where we would go into. Um, the headline section. Yeah, uh, and I, I know some people are already turning off the <laughs> turning off the podcast, already logging off uh, simply at the mentions of headlines. Um, it's, it's been a bit of a contentious section, honestly. Have, uh, have, have people actually got got their answers to you? I'm not, not. People haven't gotten in touch with me. I'm trying to think. One person has. Our brother did. Yeah. What did he say? He liked it. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. He actually said he didn't like. It. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't speak specifically about the headline section, but I, I can get the vibe that what maybe. 
Yeah, we'll talk about it later. I'll show you, I'll show you the messages. Um, uh, okay. our, our older brother, we have a, a third brother. Um, but uh, so basically, so basically, right now, I listen to this, he's like, ah, oh, they cowed to me. Hmm? No, we're not counting to him. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. There was a, sm- a slight dip of listeners uh, listenership last week. What? Yeah. Dip? Yeah, Emil. Emil, I see how alarmed he is. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Like honestly, from from my perspective, like I think even when we were having the conversation last week, like I felt as though uh, the fact that we had the headline section, like, because there was a lot of things in the cancel culture art talk topic that I I personally wanted to talk more about, um, but we didn't have enough time. And I thought, you know. Maybe we don't have to always just force in the conversation about like Papa John's or yeah, yeah, yeah. the MSU Spartans changing their name to Rocket Mortgage, um, you know, because like, let's say, for example, like even the, the Harry and Meghan thing, sometimes things happen, which are just so big that you just you're naturally going to talk about them. Um, Is that man? I actually I actually did not realize how big that was until I got here, got back to, back that back back here in town. Then my parents were like really on it. Oh, they even even they were talking about Harry. Like, and like, like, like I've, I've never I've never seen my I've never seen mom so passionate about a about a about a youth story like that before. Yeah, she was really on it. <laughs> trying to remember the last time she was in probably yeah. election. Yeah, even then though, even she was then. really on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like and that, that that but that's like that's what I'm saying. Like I think there's, bruh, but I I think uh, I think sometimes <laughs> there's 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 just news stories or things that happen. Which is so big that they'll naturally make it into the podcast. Be it just like at the beginning, like this little section we have before we actually get into the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it, it, it's a nice balance. Like I think before we we actively tried to stay away from news and things like that yeah. because we didn't want to date the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of went the other way and just forced in news. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and that maybe that kind of took away from the general um, overall quality of the show. Or the, yeah, the, or the heretical nature of the show, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I, yeah, I think we're just gonna just take a more relaxed approach. If something happens, we'll talk about it. Um, something doesn't happen, uh, we won't we won't just we won't just find some story to, to fill it in. So so I guess to to to, to sum it up nicely, um, we are um, I was gonna say retiring the headline section, but I'm gonna say executing the headline section. We are um, uh, putting it to death um, with a heavy heart and and. Um, I, I don't want it to be this cold and personal process because I think the headline section grew to mean a lot to to both me and you and and the listeners who did, who did stick around. Um, yeah. <laughs> despite the despite the 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 protests against the headline section, um, and so I actually wanted to. Um, um, we just, are gathered here. Yeah, I wanted to say a few words actually. Um, no, I'm gonna add music to this. You don't need to. <laughs> I I I I can do what I can tell her. Yeah, I can do, do a pentatonic thing. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I, I um, it, it it wasn't very long. Um, our run with the headline section, but but it was special. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring it down a little bit. All right. Um, I'm gonna say a few words to to send off the headline section. Um, February twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one, uh, to March fourteenth. 2021 Uh, what a life yeah no 14 days a few last words um for the headline section uh headlines even though you were a naked attempt to fill the hour with mindless content you're in many ways the anchor of the podcast Mm. and by anchor i mean a, a heavy object that held down the show and contributed to what may have been our worst three episodes 
Our time with you was only half as long as Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys' iconic 2011 uncoupling and then subsequent... No, 2011 coupling and then subsequent uncoupling. Um, but if anything, that's just a testament to the intensity of our love. Some things are just too good to ever last. And looking back on it, those 14 special days were more than we could have ever asked for. And sure, maybe you were just a way for us to work in obscure soccer news under the guise of regular news. Um, maybe you really were just slapped together a segment of the top trending story on Twitter, an article from Relevant Magazine, and the last meme we both saw. But that doesn't mean you weren't incredibly convenient. Three weeks ago, we put out a poll to the listeners, and two-thirds of them said that they couldn't care less about you. Mm. We ignored them because we felt differently, because this podcast is intensely undemocratic. But one week ago, after our 14-day whirlwind romance, we noticed a small dip in listenership. And if there's anything we value more than taking a stand, it's backing down from that stand to maintain our modest listener base. Amen, amen. And so today... We're laying you to rest, headline section. You haven't yet been forgotten, but you can be sure that soon enough, we'll do that too. Hey. It was real. It was fun. But it was never real fun. <laughs> Goodbye, this, headline section. That, that, that last, that last <laughs> line literally sounds like Jocko Willing. It was fun. <laughs> but it was never real fun. You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? Do you have anything else you'd like to add? You, um, as we you know what's absolutely headlines? jokes about all this? is like one like one day, let's say like we have like thousands of listeners. It's going to come back. <laughs> oh, the headline section? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Once, what, I mean, once we can afford to lose yeah. 25% of our listeners, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, it's going, it's going to come back. <laughs> the thing is, people are like, oh, man, finally. Okay, just wait. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> It'll come back, honestly. Mm-hmm. But at least for now, we're going to give the impression that we're taking, uh, we're standing down. Um, that is the end of the headline section. Like I said before, we're going to try things out. Some of it's going to work. Some of it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna to send off headlines like that. Good vibes. And so now we're going to move into headlines. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> headlines 2.0. Yeah, I don't know. Now we're going to move into the Heretics Corner. Mm. We're down. It's times like this I wish I were a religious man. It's all over people. We don't have a prayer. Uh, so yeah, Heretics Corner this week, um, as you can probably see from the episode title, um, the topic is toxic masculinity mm-hmm. in the basement. Little known fact, that was a contender for the name of this podcast. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, not actually, but actually, um, <laughs> that's jokes, that's jokes, man. I would not be part of that. What, if the show is called toxic masculinity I, I in the not, basement. I do not want my name on that. <laughs> The thing is, someone Google's I mean, the kids, that's the first thing they find. <laughs> Toxic masculinity in the basement? They're not even, they're not even, they're not even going to listen to it. What the heck is this? So you, you would listen to it. Would I listen Just to, to see what's up. Like, see, is this guy like some men's rights activist or something? If you were an employer and you saw it? You no, it? no, not if I was an employer or something. I mean, if I was someone who knew you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I, but if I was an employer and I Googled someone's name and this was their name, the first link was... But you know, this will come up with someone Googles your name. As part of as part of a TV as part of a, a podcast with several topics, but this is going to be one of the episodes. Yeah, but 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 it won't be it won't be the headliner. 
it'll be it'll be it'll be in the, it'll be a subtext of a series of other things. I don't know, but I mean, if you're trying to work in the church and the first thing that comes up is basement full of heretics, it's like who is this guy? <laughs> dude, 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 I I I already I already have an angle out of that. I already have it in the back of my mind. Oh, you already have an escape plan? <laughs> yeah, I already have it. What? I was like, oh. I was on a podcast with with a, with a friend of mine who doesn't. Friend believe. of mine. No, I, wow. I, yeah, I was <laughs> literally I was, the same last I was, name. I was I was on a podcast with a friend of mine who was who's struggling in his faith, and I was trying <laughs> to I was trying I, I was trying to bring him back to the fold <laughs> <laughs> with a weekly podcast. <laughs> where where it was like I heard all you guys were just laughing. There was no conversion. There was no conversion. Conversion is slow, man. <laughs> yeah, well, this is friendship evangelism. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, uh, topic for this week is um, toxic masculinity. I'm trying to think. I, this is actually something I thought of doing a couple weeks ago, uh, but I guess it, it worked its way into its way into uh, uh, doing it now. Um, toxic masculinity. I guess it, it's a term that gets thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, I, I can understand where it comes from. I think, I think. What's there to say about toxic masculinity? I, it's I, toxic. Thanks, Emil. Thank you for that for that news conversation. Thanks, everybody. That's been uh, that's been the episode for this week. No, I think I think it's one of those things which I think I think I'll, I'll just be honest. I think women th- women throw around the term a lot. Do you um, remember and reference it a lot? And it's one of those things which I think most dudes that I know um, kind of bristle at the mention of it. Do you remember? Um, do you remember? Do you remember when? Um, do you remember when that Gillette ad came out? Oh yeah, like uh, let's do better as men. Yeah, then do better, and then, and then all the women, Dude, all the women are posting it. And I, I, I remember, I remember, I actually showed that one time to my class. When we're talking about that. Yeah. And then all, and then like, and then actually, it was so interesting. A bunch of guys were like, "Nah, this is wrong." Like, it's like, 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 I'm not like people, a lot of men were angry, like yeah. livid. Yeah. But I guess Gillette was was pushing it, which is so funny because like you know how men like uh, when. Uh, when Nike basically leaned into the Colin Kaepernick thing and just basically said, you know what, if you're a Trump supporter, screw you, we don't care. Like, like it's well, just they like, didn't say that. No, no, but they just mo- they just supported. Yeah, Colin for all doesn't like like they they basically they basically that, that's definitely what the Trump supporters heard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. they saw the no, Colin Kaepernick. No, but the thing is, Nike Nike basically picked a side, and so the thing is like mm-hmm. it's interesting that like Gillette Gillette, which sells men's products, <laughs> picked a side against men. They're like they're like ah, yeah, we don't care definitely... anymore. Like 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 women are women are gonna be buying our stuff only. We don't care anymore about men. Yeah, that was that definitely. <laughs> like a bit of a betrayal i remember that when that ad came out like i don't know if i was like furious but i think i, f- I did feel some type of way about it i, I think like, it was a well done ad to be honest i can barely remember it. i think my, my my sentiment was just like why is gillette doing this like why is gillette the one telling me to i think i i, I think i think the me too movement was was, uh, was just getting started yeah or maybe on the tail end of it no i think i think the harvey weinstein allegations it just came out oh really wow look at yeah. Gillette getting ahead of the curve um so they're like oh Let's get let's before the before the court while well, the court of public opinion is still on this. Yeah, but honestly, I, I think I think that that's a, that's a good example. Maybe to bring up, it might even be a good entry point because I think yeah, like I was saying before, toxic masculinity it's, it's one of those things which, um, yeah, I think I think women women it's, it's a term which I've heard women throw around quite a bit, and and for good reason. We're gonna get into that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've also seen that the reaction from men a lot of times when you talk about toxic masculinity, it's like you know the eye rolling, the what is this, and I've I've definitely done all of those things, like like I, I felt like like honestly, what are we talking about? Like this is a, this is a, um, it's it's almost just like 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 an annoyance, like this topic which gets brought up and, and annoys you. We're gonna 
go into our own feelings about it and our experience with is it. There, Maybe is there, is there, the is metamorphosis there, of our feelings. Is there is there the a thing called toxic femininity? Is that a thing? Mm, I don't think so. Not that I've heard of. <laughs> I think, and that's the thing. That's the thing. The, 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 that's something else I think we can address in a minute too. Is you know the the fact that I think femininity is generally viewed as just a positive thing, at least at least uh, in culture. Uh, not really. I I think I, I think I think chosen femininity, but I feel like a lot of women don't like the idea of like. Imposed, oh yeah, yeah. Like, be, okay, that's a good point. Imposing yeah. it on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. In that case, I think femininity is something which is celebrated. Is that think? Is that a better way to say it? If a woman chose it. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 sometimes but sometimes people I think some people sometimes even view femininity as a, a byproduct of toxic masculinity. The fact that men men are men are men are assigning women these certain things. Yeah, that's a good things. point. I think like femininity through the through the lens of of like if if it's a man defining femininity, I guess it's typically not seen as a positive. Thing. Like is that like is that whole thing? Is that whole thing? I don't know. I don't know the truth of this, but you heard that thing of like how like the guy who invented like the bikini was a guy and stuff like that. You hear that? Well, you just said the guy who invented the bikini yeah, was guess. a guy. <laughs> like the person who invented the bikini was a guy, and like they talk about like the person who invented high heels was a man, and they're talking about like all these things that tampons. That, yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, but you know, but all these yeah, things, all these things that uh, essentially uh, make women feminine are are designed by men and probably for the for for the pleasure of men. Ooh, hot take! Because I know a lot of women out there who don't have an issue with bikinis and high heels, and yeah, enjoy them. Yeah, they're buying into so the, they're, buy, say, they're yeah. buying into the into the system. All right, I, I don't endorse that. I, I, um, I, I, dude, I'm right? joking. No. See, this is this is this don't is go to the bus. This is the worst you, thing. This is actually the worst thing of like a podcast, and actually my life in general. Whoa, no, 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 no. What I mean by this is like I literally I was having a conversation with someone. Like I don't know, like if you know me, if you know me really, if you know me well, mm-hmm. I, I make a lot of sarcastic comments. And the thing is, it didn't feel very sarcastic. To no, me. no, no, no. I felt like you were is. taking a hard stance. It is. It is sarcastic. No, but the thing is, like, and the thing is, if someone doesn't know me and like they literally just hear me talk, they literally think I'm being serious. And like, I've actually had people come, people like complain of like stuff I said. I'm like, dude, I was joking. Like, like I, 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 I was, I wasn't yeah, being but serious. Yeah, you can't, you can't use that defense anymore. Like, ah, oh, I was just joking. It was just a joke. Yeah, um, I guess cancel me then. Team, man, don't invite <laughs> it, man. Don't tempt these people. <laughs> they were already ready. <laughs> Yeah, to, to deplatform me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly bad. <laughs> this is a shared podcast, but, uh, but <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, before we continue, I just want to go out there. I was oh my goodness, this man's already for the record. I, I, I can already see um, what is it? The Apple Notes apology where people type it out and then put the screenshot. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Eh? No, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. It's it's on its way. I'm not doing that. Our 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 our, our weekly, like you know, the weekly thing we post on Instagram. It's not even like it's, it's not, just an apology. It's just, apology. It's just, it's just yeah. a video. It's just yeah, a video. previously, uh, if anyone who listens to this podcast would notice I made a statement, which which is probably very offensive. I'm truly sorry. Uh, it, it does not reflect the views and opinions of the station. Yeah, to be honest, I, I hadn't eaten. Uh, my blood sugar was high. Did you ever think about that commentator with the blood sugar? No. Uh, I'm not even gonna get into it. It's a crazy story. It's just this commentator said like some racist stuff on a on a broadcast. He didn't realize the mic was on. Like he said the N word. Um, oh, he, was that was that a basketball game? Yeah, where it's like all these ends in <laughs> yeah. the high school basketball game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, my blood sugar was high. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize someone's like, um, I, I like, uh, I don't remember the Snickers commercial where like the person turned into yeah. David Duke. That actually, that because they that, were hungry. That actually, that was a high school basketball game. That actually happened in Major League Baseball last year. 
Oh, did it actually? Yeah, it happened. Like, like professionally, MLB. Yeah, it was a TV podcast where they didn't know they were coming on and they were saying crazy stuff. I don't know, man. Diabetes is an epidemic. <laughs> <We need to, laughs> racist diabetes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so hungry and just the racist comments just come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes up. <laughs> no, but, um, man, hella tangents today. But, 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 okay, yeah. Going, going back to the topic of, uh, of, uh, of toxic masculinity. Um, like I said before, you know, sometimes things happen in the news, which, which you naturally, um, just can't ignore. And I think before we, we even have this conversation, like it's important to notice, like, I, I think we, we, we could both agree that like when people talk about, about, um, about toxic masculinity, or at least the sen- the, the sentiment, about that sentiments behind it, even though we may, um, at least I know in my case, maybe in yours, we may have like, you know, slight disagreements with exactly how it's characterized and how it's framed, mm. that there's still um, a legitimacy behind it. Mm. And like you look at, for example, like even the like uh, like the shooting in Atlanta mm. um, or you look at uh, or like the Sarah Everard story, like like we talked about a little bit before the show, but that woman in London who was walking home um, ended up getting like kidnapped isn't, and murdered. Isn't the um, guy who's charged a police officer? Yeah. Yeah. He's a police officer. Mm. Um but it's 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 just the it's just it's just the like it's just a simple acknowledgement that at the end of the day, um, men pose a threat to women, um, and it's undeniable. And I, you know, it, it's actually so interesting. Um, I think we're going to talk about this. The other day, I was I was I was walking in the, like near a, near a shopping complex, and there was a there was a woman who was outside. I think making a phone call. And like it was like it was like um it was like a restaurant, and like she was like like just outside of it like making a phone call like on the side, mm-hmm. and like she was like there was a bunch of trees and stuff, and then I I looked at her and I just like I nodded and stuff, and then she just like looked at me and then she was on the phone, which is so interesting because like I think we I think we were gonna talk about this a bit later, but like like I, I the whole thing of that woman doesn't have necessarily the luxury of saying oh he's just a nice guy. Yeah, like I could have just some, I could have just some left, like really crazy, like in that mm-hmm. moment. It's just like, it's 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 so it's it's so it's kind of it's really scary, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think even response to like this ever the Sarah Everard story specifically, like there was this thing going around about like the statement like not all men, um, because because I think there were people saying like you know even though this guy you know did something like evil and like despicable. It's like you know, not all men are 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 violent or like kidnappers or, or criminals yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But it's this. It's just the acknowledgement that, um, like what the, those. Uh, I was looking at the Instagram post today. It gave really good examples talking about like like um, like ticks, like you know the insects. It's like yeah, not all ticks have Lyme disease, but at the end of the day, like, I if you're the, if you're in the woods and you see a tick on you, you don't have the luxury of going like. Ah, this one's probably okay. Just yeah, letting but, it burrow into your skin. And... Statements like that probably triggered some many. Oh yeah, tick. probably. I, 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 Why I you call me a tick? <laughs> I'm not ticks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't check the comments, but I'm, I'm sure they would have been there. Um, but it's 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 just, it, and I guess to make the comparison over to, I guess the way women generally have to navigate the world, it's like, it's like what you're saying. Yeah, sure. Most men aren't gonna attack you or do anything. But the, but the reality is because because there's just that general threat where like most men who you come across theoretically could, yeah. they they may not choose to but like like theoretically they they're, they're gonna tend to be bigger than you and 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 stronger than you and like theoretically, 
um, they could do that. Yeah. And so if you're walking around at night and, and you, I've, I've had conversations with, with, you know, women in my life talking about like the different precautions they make, like, you know, pretending to be on the phone or like tucking your, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know. I, I was, I was, I was just thinking about our experience yesterday. So. Oh, yo. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yo, I don't even want to talk about it, man. Something happened yesterday. I, I, I've actually kind of still shook. I'm still shook. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually almost, still shook. We, I think we almost died, but uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that on a future episode of the podcast. Um, when, when, when our nerves called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My legs were actually shaking. I was like, I was like eating those fries in the. In, my legs were shaking. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you know, it, it, okay. I, I I don't want to talk about it too much, but I know what is it. It was so interesting because yeah, me and we were walking home. Uh, we'd like pretty much gone on a walk yesterday, yeah. and we're walking home, and then there's a ravine by our house. And it's so funny because we're about to walk because it's like a shortcut to go to our house and you go through the ravine. It was funny because Emil said like, you know, going through this ravine, it's like it's kind of like male privilege. Because the thing is, in our neighborhood, there had been cases a few years ago where like women were being like groped. In yeah, it's ravine. like it's like a dark ravine. Yeah. yeah, it's like a dark ravine and like you can't really see anything. And Emil's talking about how like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a privilege to just be able to like walk through here and not not feel unsafe or whatever. And then just as we came out of the ravine, the car's out of following yeah, us. Yeah, I don't know. Some, some, this, this dude started following us in a car, and it was the scariest three minutes of my life. Moses, I was like, I was like, Moses, Moses. I was like, I was like, I was like, Moses, you have a phone? Are you ready to call someone? I was like, yeah. I was like, like, but you want to be, you don't want to make it too slide. Moses, like, I'm like, stop yeah. looking over, bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But I mean, uh, I can't remember the last time I felt closer to death. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I was actually imagining everything. I was imagining the drive-by shootings. I was imagining yeah. people jumping out of the car. Beating yeah. us like I was like, what is actually gonna happen? Yeah. We, can, we can talk about it later. <laughs> Get beat up uh, in front of your own house. Get, getting killed in front of your own house. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but but just to say, like, I feel as though to, to bring it back to the conversation, like that's almost just a little taste of what, like women yeah. regularly to feel like you know if you're walking around at night, walking through a doubt, like you know women talk about like you know running through an alley, yeah, um, because you don't want to be there and have someone like catch you or something, and so. Yeah, like before we have this conversation, before we talk about like, you know, maybe our different feelings about the topic of toxic masculinity and the nuances behind it and maybe how we feel about how it's defined and, and termed and all these things. It's just the acknowledgement that, yes, the, the idea there's it's legitimate at the end of the day. Like, yeah. you know, and you look at even like crime statistics, violent crime is overwhelmingly committed by men. Mm. Like whether like men are the biggest threat to men and women, um, but especially women, obviously. But I mean, it's just the acknowledgement that, you know, men we generally tend to be more aggressive violent um impulsive um all the things that you don't want to have in uh in a stranger following you uh in in the middle of the night um so so yeah i think that's like a that, that's like a, a necessary marker to put down um before we go we go further in in the conversation mm. um but the first question i, I wanted to ask you that i was i was kind of I want to get your thoughts. So when you talk about masculine, like toxic masculinity, what comes to mind for you? Like, like what is so toxic about masculinity or, or do you just totally, I reject your premise. Um, do you just totally reject the idea? Um, I think, I think um, when I think of toxic masculinity, what I think of is a, a hyper masculine persona, which is out of touch with reality. And as a result is just like, is, constantly trying to feed stereotypes that you're told over and over again so like when i think of toxic masculinity i think of the idea like men don't cry and as a result i will not show my emotions um men don't do this or men do this or men are men are aggressive men are go-getters men are this and i feel like 
toxic masculinity is like when you when you when 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 you've bought in so hard into the stereotypes that you can't that you can't you can't be yourself you can't relate to people well um and essentially every interaction is just a chance for you to prove that you fit in with those stereotypes hmm. okay so but so it seems like in, in the way you're thinking about it like it's disingenuous what do you mean well, because it's almost like I would maybe maybe I don't feel like being a go getter today. Maybe I do feel like crying. Like 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 I I might personally feel like doing this thing, but because I know I can't. I I honestly can't imagine people who are who who in every moment of their lives subscribe to these stereotypes perfectly. Okay. Okay. So 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 but so I'm just trying to understand it correctly. So you feel as though when you talk about I guess the the more toxic nature of masculinity, and I guess it's because it's weird. We're talking about this like cultural idea this isn't like a concrete thing you can hold in your hands but i mean like when you talk about when you when you, when you talk about the the the, t- the more toxic element of you know what we call masculinity you're you're more so thinking about um you know the ways that that men are forced to to behave which is maybe like contrary to how they feel just because there's just, there's just a general idea of how they're supposed to behave yeah, I think it's contrary to who they are because the thing is like, and especially, and I feel like toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity has no, has no place for, um, or very, has no place for, for like queer men mm-hmm. because like toxic masculinity is you are like the way, do I think, do you think the ultimate embodiment of these stereotypes is like you are a heterosexual man who gets women, never gets rejected is like super in their face, never backs down, da 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 da. You like fight people. You stuff. fight people. And the thing is if 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 you're a person who is not into who's not into heterosexual women, or you are just a by nature a very quiet person, very low key kind of person, you are essentially told like, oh you're not a man. Mm-hmm. Like like dude, you know I've thought about this, right? Like I, I when I was younger, I literally had experiences where like I'd be talking to even even like even like uh like our our, our younger cousins mm-hmm. who, are, who are who are guys and uh and, and like they would do something or say something which was not like masculine and i'll be like kind of like ticked and i was like why am i why am i upset with this like i remember like like have you seen that lewis hamilton video when uh no. when like his nephew his nephew or something gets a dress he's playing with a dress Lewis Hamilton's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're a guy. Stop doing that. Lewis Hamilton's like a famous race car driver. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so interesting that like, like, and and I feel like that 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 stuff that's built into so many of us, and I've seen it myself as well. We're like, I guess I'm toxically masculine, but I've but I've seen but I've seen that thing as well. Where like I've 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 essentially bought into stereotypes, and people don't fit in those stereotypes. Is like a thing in your brain was like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. We don't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like toxic masculinity can be uh, as much as talking toxic masculinity. In a way, I think you apply it to almost anything, like like even 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 blackness. Yeah. Like it's just like this is what it means to be black, and there are stereotypes that we must fit in. And if you don't let do it, if you listen to this type of music, or don't walk a certain way, or don't talk a certain way, or like this and this and this, you're falling short. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm wondering though, because you know, you, you you give that prototype of like, you know, this is the guy that you're all supposed to be, like this big strong guy who like gets women and and you know can fight people and you know build stuff and is strong. And it's like, do you feel as though that 
that like archetype is is even that that celebrated like do you think that's even like if i'm a 16 14 like 15 year old guy growing up right now like is that really something which is being put in front of me that much nowadays i like, i i, 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 I feel as though it's not something is very common or, i like, no held up. i think I, I think i think subliminally it is what do you mean because like 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 let's say let's say for example like i was listening to a talk by uh by a pastor called Jonathan Pakluda. Yeah, JP. JP. Yeah. And he was talking about how like essentially we've had we have really bad teachers. And for example, like let's say let's say music. Or like oh, even he's coming for the hip hop. No, no, no. <laughs> not even hip hop. Even, even think of country music, even too. Yeah. Country music does this too. The thing is like country's, country's white hip hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> no, but like no, but like think of music or even think of even like pornography and stuff. Uh-huh. We are literally telling teaching boys or or men that this is how you interact with women. Yeah, and like, and 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 thing is like consuming it at a rapid pace. Yeah, and the thing is like, you you may not you may not have your dad sitting you down and saying, "Son, this is how you interact." But the thing is, you watch so much content. Yeah, you get holes, son. No. Yo, seriously, <laughs> no, yeah. And the thing is, you 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 get so much content that subliminally tells you this is how you this is how you this is how you act this is how you think this is how you interact with women, um, and. It's it's actually it's actually really scary. Like like I, I, yes, I I don't think I don't think we have as much like because um, like in a way this sounds kind of whack, but like in a way I sort of feel like it, like back in the good old days when people when is the good old days when America was great? Yeah, when America was great, and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and every 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 family had one point two point five kids. But the thing is like, but like when when I think of like when like I I, I feel like it having having a a parent sit you down. And try to instill to you values is probably, I think, better off than having people. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Than having than having uh, than having people who, for profit, are telling you how to act. Okay. So then, so so okay, that's interesting. So then you're tying the right. Then that's the thing, though. I wonder, like, is it really a, a has there really been a rise in toxic masculinity? Because you seem to be tying it to. Um, to like i guess like media and us allowing pretty much our kids to be raised by companies by like corporate interests and like they're those are defining how we should behave but like you know you look at human history men have been you know for lack of a better term raping and pillaging for yeah. like thousands of yeah. years yeah. like but but, but, but also but also but also I, have we have we sort of got got to a point in our society where where traditional like heterosexual views and actions are considered toxic just in general what do you mean by that like for example do you think so no because because for example like um like i was watching i was watching a i was watching a a, a video called grapevine what's that it's it's basically it's based it's, it's like this youtube channel where it's like a bunch of black people just talk like it's a panel oh yeah yeah you should kind of black people yeah, talk and they talk and it's interesting that anytime someone says something one of the comebacks which like would shut down everything it's like you're speaking from a heterosexual cisgendered um perspective which is which is so oppressive and the guy's like i guess <laughs> and, and like, and like <laughs> no 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 and, and the thing is i'll be there no no and the thing is like and <laughs> like like it's almost it's so interesting that like if you subscribe to that and you and you even talk push that forward, like I remember, I remember I was, I was listening to an episode of podcast. One guy's like, someone the moment someone says cisgendered, I just leave the room. It's like, yeah. it's like it's like it's like I'm not I'm not here for this because it's just like the moment. It's just like in a way in a way if you subscribe to gender roles, I guess I guess that's toxic masculinity now because you're saying that this is what men do, this is what women do. Like 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 you're you're subscribing to outdated stereotypes. That's why that's what I'm saying. Like 
Toxic masculinity as we know it today, I think is a byproduct of, I think, yes, I think that definitely, they're definitely sketchy things men are doing. I feel a bomb about to drop. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, I, I, no, I, I think tossing masculinity <laughs> as we think of it at this moment oh. is a byproduct of our cultural moment. What do you mean? Like, 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 like. No, but but what do you mean? Is it a byproduct of our cultural moment, or is our cultural moment pushing back against this against this idea, which almost predates our cultural moment? Sure, sure. No, but, but what what I'm saying is like is like like for example, um, um, yeah, there's certain... like the big strong womanizer is is a lot older than whatever it is we're living in now. No, but like, but but like but, I think, no, but I think, but no, but I think, but I think you 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 spoke about it one time. It's like the idea of like um, Obama. I think a couple of episodes ago, he talked about like Obama was a two-term president, and progressive values were like were always pushed forward. But then Trump came and won, and basically we rejected those same progressive values. America rejected mm-hmm. those same progressive values that they were trumping for the last <laughs> four eight years. And it's interesting that like the traits that we look at as as toxic today. I wonder at which, at which I, 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 I definitely think there are some things which which are, are supremely dangerous. The idea of like my 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 aim my worth is in the women I get, and if a woman if a woman doesn't want me, I just gotta grind harder. Like that whole like whole like hard to get like hard to get the whole playing that whole like if a girl's playing hard to get, I just go harder. No, that that, that needs to go, man. Pepe Le Pew. No, that that whole thing of like, dude, if a woman's not interested, finish it, man. Just no, like stop. Stop. Yeah. Like, like, like that, that stuff needs to go. But I wonder like a lot of the, a lot of like, like, are we going to get to a point where like society will start moving towards like more like conservative, heterosexual, fat, Christian values, quote unquote. And, and that's going to be like the standard again. The Mark Driscoll is going to make a comeback and he's going to be a massive preacher again. Like, I wonder like, is, are we going to reach a moment when what our, what our society values is different. And so what used to be toxic is now like, all right again. You know, I, I was I was gonna go a different direction, but I think that's an interesting point you brought up. I think we might actually like this is just me, you know, putting on my Nostradamus hat, like making a few predictions about the future. But I wouldn't be surprised if we inadvertently did that, and I mean like very inadvertently, because you know I I think this is something which I this is another point which I thought would be not, would have been nice to talk about in the council culture episode, but you know we look at this very. Okay, we look at cancel culture, whatever you want to describe it. Pretty much, we have we, everyone understands that generally, uh, mainstream culture right now, we have like, uh, like I guess more or less progressive values that we try to hold people to. And if you deviate from them, then there's the risk that you're going to be like villainized. We finish you. Yeah, you're going to be canceled. <laughs> you're going to be just, just, oh, what's, what's that thing comes up in GTA when you finish? Um, when I don't you, play GTA. When wasted, yeah. <laughs> it comes up like wasted. Um, yeah, but we're, we're, we're going to end you. And, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, people talk about how how as a result of that, and because you know that there's always a mob around around the corner, yeah. people are just more um, cautious with the way they behave, mm-hmm. like you know, cautious with the words they say. You know, even you, you know, preemptively apologizing for things. Um, people are just nervous. In my in my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I, and 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 honestly, this might be a bit of a hot take, but I think like, and I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I really don't. But I mean, the the fact that we've kind of taken this pseudo conservative <laughs> cultural approach, um, and it's it made its way even into like uh, sexual relationships. Like, you know, people are, are people, you know, they're always harping on like consent is this, this, that, 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 that. And it's an ever growing list. I'm not saying it, sh- it shouldn't be a long list of what is consent and what's yeah. not. And I think you should yeah. always, you know, pursue consent. But we're talking about like, you know, consent 
um, like you know, consent isn't a look. It's not uh, if someone's a little bit drunk, you can't you can't. It's not consent or whatever. Um, or we talk about you know if you're if you're if you're dating a girl and she shows no interest, you know, back away, back away, or like pretty much we're we're introducing a lot more caution than there previously was yeah. into sexual interactions. I wouldn't be surprised if we introduced sufficient caution that we're all Mike Pence's up in here. <laughs> we're all like, I'm not going to be in a room with, with this woman unless I'm married to her. There's lots of and guys. If, if, and we inadvertently create a very like conservative sexual ethic. There's lots of guys um, Lots of guys who do that and they're quite angry doing it. Yeah. Like, like, like I listened to the podcast with a show where a guy's like, because I can't even talk to a woman. Like, I'm, like, he was actually angry. He's like, he's like I, I, I literally can't talk to a woman. <laughs> I'm like, getting insult vibes off this. Yeah. Like, no, no. But this guy, this guy was like, was like, he's talking about how the Me Too movement has basically, like, destroyed him, destroyed his initiative. I don't know if it has, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I heard this thing. It's like, it's like, it's like, no, nah, it's like, honestly, I don't know it's The Rock talking about this. The idea is like, if you're not abusing women, the Me Too movement really isn't coming for you. Easy, to you for, easy for you to say, The Rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I think, um, hmm. yeah, I'm trying to think of maybe trying to try and answer the question myself. Like, you know, what exactly is so toxic about masculinity? Hmm. I think hey, for me personally, um, and I've mentioned it before on the podcast, evolutionary thinking has been a big, um, has had a big impact on me. Hmm. You know, as someone who never grew up with... Um, and, and yeah, maybe these are going to be heretical ideas for some of you. Who knows? But I mean, as someone who never really grew up, um, you know, with an evolutionary p- point of view, um, when I learned about it, 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 it really was a paradigm shifting for me. And like I said before, it was paradigm shifting to the point where I was atheist for, for, for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but, he, but even now, like, I, I, I've seen the explanatory power. Of, of evolutionary thinking and mm. sometimes you know people take it a little bit too far and it gets a little bit into like the hooga booga um i'm gonna it, it really does but 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 i i think it's very useful and so i think okay hot take i i believe that there are biological differences between men and women um i don't think it's those biological differences are um you know should should facilitate like discrimination or the i words. don't i but but i don't think but i don't think people like Generally, I don't think generally people disagree that. What do you mean biological? You mean like you mean like you mean like chemical, like like estrogen, testosterone, like or like sexual organs. Everything. Okay, because yeah. because because I feel like I feel like a lot of the a lot of the conversation about gender is the idea that sure these exist, but I guess a lot of the pushback is why why are you using these these physical traits or gender or things to put me into categories. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think you should be used to, to like discriminate against someone and say like you can't do this or you can only do this because of your gender. But I mean, I think the the importance of, of acknowledging that that there are biological differences between between sexes is that especially when you're talking about society, you're talking about you're, you're making generalities here. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about what's the average person going to do? How does how do how do people tend to behave? You, like obviously, there's always going to be exceptions to the rules and anomalies and people who who you know zig when everyone else zags. But you're just talking about 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 the general group, and and when you come from the perspective, okay, there are differences between men and women. You understand that, okay, those differences they will manifest in ways that they will manifest themselves um, in certain behaviors that men will tend to exhibit. Like like from an evolutionary point of view, there is a reason why men tend to be more aggressive. Yeah. Um. Or there there is a reason why men tend to um. Um. Uh. What is it? 
even commitment issues, like 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 the idea that 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 men are, are more hesitant to enter into long term relationships. I know a lot of there's there's exceptions to that. There are women who 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 are a little more hesitant, but even those things like that, like the, like there are evolutionary reasons for these things. And so when you talk about toxic masculinity, when you talk about okay, these different things that we say are so problematic about men, um, a lot of them are deeply rooted. Like, I mean, like millions of years old, like, like, like I said before, men have been, you know, raping and pillaging and doing things for thousands of years. Now, am I saying that they're the, they're, they're slaves to their hormones and, and, and they can't make any rational thoughts and they can't be held responsible for their behaviors? No, I'm not saying that. But I think, but, but, I, but I think the pushback from a lot of people, like a lot of women and stuff is the idea, like, like we are, yes, we understand, like your point is, yeah, their biological differences exist and they shouldn't be used to discriminate and marginalize people. But I think the pushback frustration is, but they are. Yeah. Right. And so, and, 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 and so like there is like, I, like, like in a way, in a way, um, it's almost like, like people are so frustrated at like, like, okay, we can say this is what shouldn't be, but let's talk about what actually is. And people are like, okay, if this is what actually is, then screw all this. People are like, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I agree with that. And I think, and that's the thing. And like, that's why I don't want to get into like this super like high-minded conversation, but that's the importance of things like culture. And that's the importance of things like, um, like upbringing and religion and systems. It's that people don't realize it, but for the last like couple of thousands of years, Humans have been actively fighting against evolution. Mm. And we're like, we're one of the very few species that do it. Like, th even think about like a basic idea like a hospital or a medical system. We literally have a system set up where like, you know, the weak <clears throat> and the ill and the old among us, we do everything we can to extend their lives, to improve their lives. Um, um, like and change. often, often to great cost to the rest of society, and it's not something not something we complain about because we all know eventually we're going to end up in that system. Yeah. But I mean, it's you look at there's no other animal doing that. Other animals, when they see one of you gets old and weak, it's like, well, you had a good run, man. <laughs> like, and they just keep going. Or eat you. <laughs> yeah, or they eat you. <laughs> yeah, those straight up like, hey, man, yeah. look a little thick. Um, <laughs> Yeah, for real. But I mean, you look at you look at human beings. We're the only animals that are actively fighting against um, fighting against evolution. And like when I talk about things like like culture and religion, is that we have, we have these systems set up, which which are in many ways are, are are set up for us to behave in ways that are counter to our to our biological impulses, mm. to to our urges. If you want, if you want to put a word for it, and so we have these systems set up. Okay, like. I know you have the urge to go and sleep with as many women as you as, as you'd like. Because the thing is, a lot of men do. Most men do. If they if they if they could, with no consequences, sleep with as many women as they wanted, they would. Mm -hmm. Even the nice guys. Mm -hmm. But we have these systems set up to, to tell you, like, okay, you know, in the long term, this is not going to be good for for your relationships. It's not going to be good for for the people who you're doing this with. And so we're going to try to avoid that. Or we, or we have all these, we have all these, we have laws set up to telling people, you know, don't steal, don't lie, even though it might be expedient to you, it might be easy, it might be convenient. And so, I think the importance of acknowledging like the biological, the biological, I guess, differences between men and women is, is it's just knowing what you're up against. Mm. So it's, it's, it's knowing that, okay, when you talk about toxic masculinity, yeah, men, you know, because, because they have higher testosterone, because they have um, much longer, what is it? 
reproductive life to, lifetimes in women. Yeah. Um, because there's there's a much lower cost to a sexual interaction between for for a man than a woman. Women at the end of the day they're going to bear most of the burden. They're the one who ends up with the baby. Um, all these different things. It's going it's going to it's going to result in naturally naturally. Like I mean, if we were just all, if we were just once again just like wild hunter gatherers roaming the plains, it's going to result in naturally more reckless behavior from men. Mm-hmm. That's what, that, and and then factor in the fact that they're bigger and stronger, and and you get this very, and you get this, you get this this organism which could potentially be very dangerous and harmful to people. Very toxic. Very toxic. Very toxic. <laughs> Especially you know if you're trying to build a very cohesive, friendly society, um, this is this is definitely something which could mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so 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 do you think do you think it's it's um do you think it'd be a bit of a stretch to say that masculinity becomes toxic when it has no when it has no no restraints? Yeah, man, you're preaching, man. You're really preaching. And that's the thing. I remember I was talking to someone about it, and and they they were telling me how like um um, you know, they have a tendency to uh, to stretch themselves too thin. And they're saying they're, just, they're framing it as a negative. Like, you know, I always I always like, OK, no, no I'm not going to go on that tangent. Here's the thing. I don't think th- I don't really think that there are good attributes and bad attributes. People just have attributes. Hmm. And, and, and in certain contexts, they are bad. And in certain contexts, they are good. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, if someone is kind yeah, that might be good ninety nine percent of the time. But if someone, but you know, when someone's beat, if if someone's beating them up, and they're like, "Oh man, take another swing, man!" Doesn't, <laughs> like doesn't, you know, it's not. Doesn't C.S. Lewis talk about talk about a kindness that is a form of hatred? When, yeah, like, C.S. Lewis, he's always yeah, he's always blowing your mind with that kind of stuff. Yeah, where he's like, where he talks about like you, you're so kind to someone, you never, you never give him truth, and that's actually like a form of hatred. Yeah, yeah, and then I think it's like that with any attribute. There are times where it's good to be kind. And there are times where it is not good to be kind. Mm-hmm. There are times where it is good to be. Um, um, there are times where it's not good to be angry. There are times where it is good to be angry. Yeah. Um, there's times where it's good to be quiet. There's times where it's not good to be quiet. And that's the thing. Like I don't think there's like this is a good thing for people to do, and this is a bad thing for people to do. Yeah. And the thing is, I believe it's the same thing with with masculine tendencies. There are times, or like, or these characteristics which are you know commonly attributed to to masculinity. Yep. There are times where it is important to be. I think I think it is valuable to be aggressive. Um, if you're with someone and someone attacks you, you don't yeah. want that. That might be a time where it's important to be aggressive and fight back. Yeah. Most of the time, it's, it's best to not be aggressive. You know, maybe try to use your words or or or, or reason things out. Um, you know, there are times where it's good to be horny, yeah. uh, <laughs> and there's other times where it's not, and so. And so, yeah, I think to, to bring it back to exactly what you're saying, I think toxic masculinity is more or less um, masculinity without bounds. Um, There's an interesting book about this, um, and I'm sure I'm sure a lot. Actually, I was reading the comments on this. A lot of the men didn't like it because of the language, but I think he touched on this, too. Um, it's called uh, The Truth About Men by Devon Franklin. Oh, our boy Devon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, actually, very interesting. He uses he uses the example. Young Steve Harvey, that one. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. See the mustache is covered. <laughs> he he actually he like uses the example of like a he uses dog training analogies. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he talks of he talks of the master versus the dog, and the master is like love, and like the the man that you want to be, and the dog is like your lower nature, 
or mm. like your your like primal nature. And he says he says dogs. He says when dogs are trained, they are useful. They are they are parts of our family. They're we we can we enjoy their presence. But he says the problem is when you have an untrained dog, and it basically runs rushed out over your house. Mm-hmm. He uses he uses like bite the, your kids and stuff. Yeah, and he uses the example. He said he said for so many men. The, the master is not in charge anymore and the dog is running rush out in their lives uh-huh. and he talks about how like how it affects not only your relationships your job every aspect of your life and i think the premise of the book is how it is that how it is that we can how it is that we can we can we could we can let love run our lives and make use of these other like more instinctive traits rather than letting them tell us what to do yeah yeah, and honestly, like, uh, okay, obviously, I I have a a dog in the fight. Is that is that a reference you can use anymore? <laughs> Referencing not, not dog Michael fighting. Michael Vick, though. <laughs> Michael Vick can't use it. <laughs> we can't <laughs> for now. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, like obviously, I I have a dog in the fight. I am a cisgendered heterosexual male. Um, that is my perspective, uh, at least for now. But um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, the the, the the like the the analogy you gave of like you know having pretty much mastering the dog or whatever, or, or like you're saying like like masculinity um, talks masculinity is masculinity goes outside of its bounds, which I guess naturally implies the masculinity within its bounds can be a positive thing. And like I'm naturally more inclined to um, what is it agreeing with that assessment. And I know it's not something which a lot of people agree with. I know I've I've definitely had conversations with people where it seems to be like they more or less reject the idea of masculinity in general, um, except for except for when it's toxic. And then it's like, yeah, that's masculinity. But I mean, like apart from that, um, like like the okay, I remember I once had an argument with someone, and it was literally about the topic of toxic masculinity. They're saying, oh, this thing the men do is so toxic, whatever. And they kept using they kept using that specific term, toxic masculinity. I remember asking them, okay, like what, what, what would comp, what would um, qualify as non-toxic masculinity? Like, what is a characteristic or attribute which is um, specifically masculine, but isn't toxic? But is it? But 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 isn't that? But isn't that because? Isn't that because when when people think of masculinity, the qualities they think of, we don't value as a society. We're sort of don't value anymore. Like what? Like for example, if someone says masculinity. And someone says, someone says, what does it mean to be masculine? It says male is provided. Everyone should be providing. Or someone says, um, uh, what you call it? Um, what you call it? Men, men don't cry. Everyone should be crying. Or like, uh, everyone should be crying all or, the time. No, or like, no, 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 think about it. No, think about it. Think about it. I'm just thinking right in my mind. Like if you, if you describe, like if somebody, if someone says, describe masculine qualities, it's just like I, I I feel like it goes back to that thing of we we as a society we just don't like the idea that it's almost like everyone like like why is it for men why can't it be for women like why do men get to do this why why are these qualities that men have or like why is it that why is it an expectation that men have that women can't do like even think of like the Navy SEALs mm-hmm. up until very recently the Navy SEALs were taking women all right Cause yeah like, the rationale is like. You can't you you can't produce units of high of high level warriors who are women, mm-hmm. and like people, women push back against that. Push back. The Navy SEALs now allows women to. No woman has ever passed the Navy SEAL program. Yeah, and it's just so interesting the idea that like if we have a if we if we set up things in our society where we say this is what men do, this is what women do, people just don't like that. People just don't like the idea that 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 you are saying this is for a certain group and not for others. 
Yeah. Um, and I guess I'll kind of push back against that a little bit. Not not 100%, but I would. Like, yeah, I'd, I think it's good if... Okay, let's say you, you, you go down the list of ma- masculine qualities, which are generally seen, like, more positively. Um, like, I think everyone can see, like, you know, being able to protect your family... Being able to provide for your family or like provide. Um, but someone would say, but why is that a man thing? I know. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Like being able to protect your family, provide for your family, those kinds of things. Like most people would agree those are generally positive things. And like you're saying, like, you know, let's say, why can't women do that? And here's the thing. I think, yeah, I think it is good if women are able to protect their families and provide for their families. But I think it is especially important that men are able to do that. And, and like I said before, this is a cisgendered heterosexual point of view. So I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Man, woman, familiar unit, you know, maybe that's not your system, uh, whatever. But, but like, let's say, let's say it is, I think it's especially important for men in that context to be able to do these things. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes back to the whole, you know, evolutionary biological thinking. Why is it, so why is it, why is it so important that a man is able to provide? Because at the end of the day, you know, theoretically, there's going to be a time when, when the woman in a relationship is pregnant and, Pregnancy takes a, a huge toll on your body. That's like what? It's like, yeah, nine months of pregnancy, but then like a whole like nine months after that where you're kind of recovering from it and you're also raising a baby. Um, you know, you might be breastfeeding, doing all these kinds of things where, so let's just say an 18 month period being conservative, very easy to be longer than that. In Sweden, they give you like three years of maternity leave. But I mean, an 18 month period where th- that woman is more or less out of commission in terms of like her ability to work yeah. and provide. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, previously before that, she might have been, um, you know, providing and bringing in a, a big part of the familial income. And I think that's that's good. That's great. But I mean, for those 18 months, someone has to you can't just stop working. You can't just stop, um, you know, harvesting, hunting, br- bringing in the berries. Um, someone has to do it. And that's why it's, I think it's especially important that men have that capability. Um, or even things like the ability to protect your family. Yeah, it's good if, if a woman is strong and like knows how to fight and things like that. But at the end of the day, the reality is like most women, even if they train and are in, in good shape, are not going to win a fight with most men. Yeah, but um, I think I think I think it would be very interesting to hear a female perspective not just a female do, do, perspective do. but like a non-heterosexual female or male's perspective on this because because mm-hmm. that whole thing of like but there's nothing like i don't think uniquely actually yeah maybe no yeah no yeah. because what i mean is like that whole example of like um yeah the men but what if but like in in a union of let's say two women mm-hmm. right the idea of like well then how does that how does that work the idea of like men do this and women do this like how does that work yeah, but you, you maybe get Sorry. a little too distant at the mic. Sorry, and like, like, how does that work in 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 such a relationship? I I feel like, like what you're saying, I'm hundred percent on board for. I feel like it works really, really. I think it makes a lot of sense in like a heterosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it makes as much sense in a like in in like a different type of relationship. Yeah, but 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 if you're obviously just but if you're let's say you're a lesbian couple, is toxic masculinity even a concern? With like within your relationship. But but I think but, no, but I think but I think I think the the, the frustration, masculinity even a concern. No, but I think I think but I think one of the one of the things with toxic masculinity is almost like that whole thing of like whiteness, like it's pre- it permeates how everything. That, how did that get here? Oh, okay. No, like it permeates. <laughs> it does everything. permeate everything. Because like 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 I, I I was I was I was listening to I was listening to a podcast on um on this was actually before that Lancer shootings 
um, mm-hmm. it was by the Guardian, and they were talking about like um, anti-Asian violence, and they were talking about how like in the U.S., some of those attacks were actually perpetuated by black people. Like, yeah, black people yeah. Were there's doing one in New York that was. Yeah, and then and then one then one the one of the one of the one of the um, one of the columnists, she was like, "This is like this is like this is this is a byproduct of white supremacy." Because uh-huh. the idea, because the idea that like uh, white supremacy has essentially turned black people against Asian people, because Asians are considered the model minority, and black people, there's a lot of antagonism towards Asian people as a result of like white supremacy. Okay. Right. And so, so like, really freestyling with these theories. Okay. I don't know, but like, right. no, but like, no, but 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 I think that some people might feel like like masculinity and masculine qualities and gender roles and stuff are permeating everything even if even if even if it's a union of two women it's still affecting you yeah maybe i don't know i can't really speak to it i'm not a lesbian um but yeah maybe but i really don't know but um hmm there was something we were talking about before that i was trying to get to um yeah, yeah. I, I I think just and this is obviously this is my perspective. I'm not saying like I'm the be all end all, final final voice on it. Like I think it's 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 weird to to just like like yeah. When you talk about toxic masculinity, inherently in the idea is that there should be a version of this which is non toxic. Like mm-hmm. if I say, oh, this is a toxic. This is a poisonous. Um, this is like a toxic fruit or whatever, then there must be some that are not toxic or else there'd be no point in designating this one's toxic. Like, oh no, these things are just, there's just all of them are. This is just what they are. Yeah. But I mean, like it's, and, and, and when, just from what I've noticed is in the, in the cultural conversation, there's not much time given. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm playing, you know, the world's smallest violin right now. Um, but I mean, like there's, there's not that much, um, that much airtime given to the idea and i guess maybe gillette did it but we all got pissed off (laughs) like what masculinity looks like um which isn't toxic is is there international men's day (sighs) no i don't i don't need it that's like white history month man (laughs) Um, uh, no one's asking for that um and the thing is man like this conversation is so complicated like i know this is something we talked about before and I'm I'm aware that I'm I've probably said some hypocritical things on this podcast, and I and this is this is a this is a conversation which I where I regularly say hypocritical things, um, because like I was I was I was talking to you before like let's say even in our, our position as black men, mm. um, it's a bit it's it, it puts us in a in a in a, a bit of a unique place that we're almost like you know oppressed oppressors if you want to just use the um i don't know like conflict theory like marxist language or whatever yeah. but i mean like we're the we're almost like oppressed oppressors because on one end you know we're, we're black men in like a in a in a white society um but then we're also men um in in a patriarchal society and and i know there's been several times when like i was talking about it before even where i'll be having like a i'll be having like an conversation with women about like the topic of like masculinity or like you know men are trash or whatever (laughs) things like that 
And I'll be using some and some of the arguments I'll be using, like, oh, not all men are doing this. Y'all are making generalizations like there's good guys here, blah, 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 blah. And I'll catch myself. I'm like, yo, this is exactly the kind of stuff like I get mad at like white people saying mm-hmm. um, like when they say, no, not all cops are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making generalizations like, oh, that's just a bad seed or whatever. And then I'm, I'm always rebuttaling with, but it's a system. The system is messed up. Um, but then <laughs> women say the same thing about like, you know, it's a patriarchal system. Um, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And so it's it's definitely a, I I've I've definitely I guess had a front row seat to like my own hypocrisy. I don't know if you feel similarly. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I know yeah. you're you're much less problematic individual than I am, um, Emil, uh, with all the good with all the good opinions. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> it's no, definitely yeah. No, I think um, yeah, um, it's interesting because I think I think you talked about. Like that whole system thing. If, if if we say if we say that, like like if we try to apply that to masculinity, if we say masculinity is a system that is that is damaging and that has hurt people, the same way like policing would be a system that has hurt people. We think of like you think of like defunding the police, like the idea like we can't redeem it, like we have to just remove it. Mm. And so it's this might be a good point to close on. Keep going, Daniel. But it's interesting that, like, if we say masculinity, if we if we say masculinity, like like policing is a system which is essentially used for the oppression, oppression of, of women and people who don't fit into heterosexual norms, then like it's almost you get to a point where you say like you can't redeem masculinity. You have to like remove it. And you know what? I feel there's definitely people who feel like that. Like like I know if you look at. Um, you know, I guess like this whole movement of I, I, it's not huge, but I've noticed some people like people almost trying to raise their children without a sense of gender. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to like, you know, I have a son, but I'll give him a few Barbies or whatever. Or it's like I won't tell him to not wear pink. Like, you know, all, all these things that we were taught, like like we were like we were raised like we were boys. We were also raised to be boys. Mm-hmm. Like like we were put we were put in certain things and, and directed in a certain way. And it's the same thing for girls like girls a lot of girls were raised to be girls and they yeah. were taught to behave a certain way. Yeah. Um, and you kind of see people pushing back against that and kind of raising their kids to be kids. And then, you know, some people have been going as far as like, there's this one couple, I think it's like Sweden where they, they have a kid, but they haven't like revealed that the kid's like four or five years old at this point, but they haven't revealed the gender into anyone. Yeah, and like, they don't use any like, like um, gender specific pronouns. And this, I think the idea is that they're, kid is going to decide when they're older yeah i've heard i've heard that i've heard heard a number of cases of people doing that yeah yeah so so i think there's definitely people who are going that direction but then okay so then how do you feel about that like i know uh, yeah policing you know some people say policing is a totally irredeemable system the very foundations of it are corrupt um obviously masculinity is much older than policing um it's much older than the human race but um but um do you feel as though something that can be redeemed? Mm. Or is it just a case of like, we maybe those people who are just rejecting the idea of, you know, gender entirely, like they they got it right. And that's that's maybe the direction we should be headed. I don't know, man. Um, this is something which I've actually been thinking a lot about recently. Um, I think when it comes to not just race, not just gender, but race as well. Um, I think, I think, I think, Personally, I, I'm at a point, and I'm still working through this, where I'm thinking, I, I I do believe in biological sexes, like I believe in like, like, people are born with certain biological organs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I I I. However, I feel like the 
the the the tendency that we have towards classifying people i think can be very very dangerous okay like just like how like because like but but is it really classifying them or just acknowledging like that biological sex I don't know, man, because like, because, 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 like, I was, I was, I was reading some stuff on it, and it's talking about the difference between sex and gender, and says sex is like people are born with certain things, mm-hmm. but like gender would be like you were born with certain things, and essentially you were being funneled towards this direction. Yeah. And so, like, I, I feel like, 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 I think like this is gonna be better for you if you go this way. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, um, like, like, I've, I've had experiences with like I met people who they, they're born with all these. They're born with born with a penis and born with or a penis or like born with like essentially all the biological makings of a male mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily subscribe or don't feel like they subscribe to all the things that come with the male gender and they're basically left in like this limbo state where it's either it's yeah, like that's true. and so I I, I I I I personally don't disagree I think like biological sex is personally I, I'm not that read up on it but I feel like it's very hard for me to disagree with that because like it is people are born with this stuff like it, it, people are literally born with this stuff but I feel like part of the part of the part of the problem sometimes comes is when we try to too strictly push people into a certain direction like you are this is what you are going to be mm-hmm. um I I but it's it's interesting because the thing is like I say that and I think that whole that hypocrisy element I I personally as much as I say that I know if I had a child I probably wouldn't do that, like those parents yeah you just like raise them as whatever their genitalia says they are yeah but because like because like I remember because it's interesting because like uh, we were talking we were having a conversation about trans transgender athletes yeah um, with with a student and we talked about well um, if if you are a man you need to play with men. And if you're a woman, you play with women. But I'm like, but a transgender woman is a woman. Like a transgender woman identifies as a woman. Like, why should they not be allowed to play with 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 men? I mean, with uh, a transgender woman is a woman. Yeah, <laughs> why, women, yeah, yeah. Why say why 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 is why is a man why is someone who's born a man allowed or born male allowed to play with women? It's like yeah, it offers an unfair advantage. But uh, but then I was I was asking them. I'm like, in a way, even you think the way sports the way sports is set up, we literally go off what you present and what you identify with. Because, like, for example, LeBron James never had to prove that he's a man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't imagine during the NBA draft where they're like, okay, take down. Like, we want to see, want to see everything. We want to prove. The, yeah. The thing is, like, what he identifies with, we just take it for granted. He said he looks like a man. He identifies as a man, and so you you are now going to play I think, male basketball. I think, and I think honestly, like, even even about that specific like transgender athletes debate, I think most people issue is is one way rather than the other. Like, I think if, like, if let's say some woman was saying I identify as a man and I want to play men's sports, mm. I don't think most people would have an issue with it. Yeah, because because, um, because you don't have an unfair advantage. Yeah, because you don't because men are just. But but but, but I think but I, but I think but I think but I think a lot of that conversation goes back to there's almost this assumption with transgender transgender women, people who were born male became women. There's almost this assumption in back people's minds that you you're always a man. Yeah, and like, and the idea of like you can't, you can't have you in male bathrooms because I mean, female bathrooms because you're, like you're still a man. Yeah, because you're gonna, you're gonna assault people. Like, they, I feel mm-hmm. like this is something that, like you, like, like this fixed thing, like you can't change it. Like, like you can't, no matter what happens, you'll always be a man. And I feel like, like yeah, I feel like that's that's sort of where that pushback definitely comes from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and and and, and that, like that, that's that's what I'm personally at that point where like I'm, I I definitely see, I've I've seen the the restrictive 
restrictiveness and the damage that we are sometimes causing when we're too restrictive saying you are born with this so this is what you have to be yeah but in saying that as i said if i had a child of my of my own i don't think i would probably be like saying that whatever like you pick your own gender kind of thing yeah you wouldn't go as far as like that swedish couple yeah yeah yeah. i know even when i was making like the different talking points of the show i remember one of the like the last point i had like is there a solution and i remember i was thinking you know this that stereotypical idea that like you know when when you tell a man your problems he tries to fix it rather than just listening to it and i remember even after i wrote that i was like you know why do I need to solve this problem within this one <laughs> one hour podcast? Like, yeah. like why am I assuming that by the end of it we're gonna have um, we're gonna have an answer? But uh, you know that being said, here's my solution. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one quick, very, 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 very toxic masculinity. That's some high wor- toxic masculinity. I'm a work in progress, man. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, this isn't this isn't going to be comprehensive. This is just this is the way I'm thinking, because you know, we talk about the idea like, oh, can we redeem masculinity? Um, and tell me what you think about this. Maybe the way to go forward is just having a less comprehensive definition of masculinity, because I think I think a bit. A, and we've we've touched on it quite a few times this podcast, but I mean historically there's been this idea of masculinity which encompassed everything like masculinity was this all-consuming identity it was it's it, it it didn't just tell you you know what your genitalia was but it told you how you're supposed to interact with women like like you know and how you're supposed to interact with other men how you're supposed to talk the subjects you're supposed to like at school the sports you're supposed to play the ones yeah. you're supposed to not play the music you listen to whether or not you cry um it's it, it's it was all consuming it's everything mm-hmm. it, it, it they literally told you every single detail of your life and and obviously people have realized the issue with that because people are more complicated than that you can't just make this general framework and then assume everyone is going to fit into it and be happy and enjoy themselves um and everything's going to go along well clearly yeah. it hasn't worked and so maybe the solution is and here's the thing i'm saying this to someone who who i, I put all my all, all, all my all my beliefs out, out on the table i'm saying this someone who does believe you know biological differences um you know as someone who does believe in 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 there are maybe some positive attributes of of what's of what are generally described as like masculine characteristics and 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 in certain contexts why i think it's especially important that men embody those those characteristics those yeah. are my beliefs you can disagree with them whatever um but but i'm saying maybe going forward our conversation should be a little more limited in terms of like, you know, what we expect. And this could it applies to women too, but obviously, you know, we're two guys in a basement, but I mean, we just have a less comprehensive conversation regarding um, the things that, what is expected of men. Yeah. So maybe, so maybe it's not even saying you have to interact with women this way. You have to play these sports, like leaving all that stuff out, but just maybe it's a simple acknowledgement that, Hey, you're a man. So, you know, on average, you're going to be about 20% larger than, than the average woman yeah. um, with quite a bit more upper body strength. And so you should, you should realize that when you interact with women, there is a threat there and that you should, you know, maybe if you're, um, and, and, and when you see other men interacting with women, know that there, there could be a threat there. Maybe keep your eye out at a party or something. If a dude is getting a little like handsy with a girl, she doesn't like it. Like maybe trying to step in and talk to them and maybe just acknowledging the realities that come with your biological sex. Cause there are some, which you just, they're naturally going to manifest themselves, you know, whether yeah. you're gay, straight, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess maybe beyond that, 
allowing people to be a little more self-identifying. And I think, and I think, and I think that when you, I think that that point's very interesting. The idea of like if we're not so limited, and not so limiting in our understanding of masculinity, then I think we also free up people, both male, female, whatever, to 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 embody those traits as well. Because the thing is, like you have, like you seen, have you seen that? Um, I think a movie or documentary called like, "The Secret Life of Boys." I don't know what it's called, but like boyhood or something, where like he, they, they, it's like a, it's like an eleven-year. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to watch that movie. It was pretty boring. Um, I, like, did, I didn't like it very much. Um. No, but like, but that documentary, "The Secret," the secret. Sorry, we just did the quick little jump cut there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're talking about boyhood. Yeah. So like, it's overrated a, movie, in my opinion. But anyway, yeah, I didn't watch it. But like, uh, <laughs> but but like, I I, I remember I, I I saw this um, little clips from it where like the guy was like maybe he was crying or like hugging his friends or something. I, was, I don't know some, some 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 stuff. I forget. But like some sissy babe. No, <laughs> no, but, no. But but I think but I think but I think if we're not so limiting in what 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 masculine looks like, what feminine looks like, then we allow all people to embody traits that that maybe is this is their authentic self. And they feel like if they're limited in how it is that they can express it, yeah. both male, female, or whatever, where like you can you can cry or you can be a go getter. Like, have you heard that whole thing? Women is like, well, if a woman, if a woman stands up for herself, she's a bitch, man. She's like, oh, she's yeah. yeah. But like, but I feel like if you allow people to 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 be their authentic self and don't Explicit feel like limited, again. it's all good, man. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yes. Almost got away with it. We've fallen, man. Honestly, people just see the progression of the episode. Just clean, hey, clean, every, clean, clean. Every year. Three explicit <laughs> every, Everyone, everyone. No, but I agree with that. And I, I think, like, yeah, like I said, my pains are out there. But I mean, yeah, like you're saying, I think there there are ways to promote a more healthy, a more healthy understanding of, of gender. Mm-hmm. Of like you know masculinity, femininity, or you know non-binary, trans identity, whatever it is. But I think there's there's a more healthy way to to to, to promote ideas about gender without having to like just throw biological sex out the window and without having mm-hmm. to necessarily even throw the idea of like masculinity or femininity out the window mm-hmm. because th- th- I think that that can also be a bit disorienting too because I don't know speaking for myself like when you kind of see as a man like a, lo- a lot of a lot of these attributes that you embody just naturally being vilified even the ones that aren't like over- overtly negative um you, you i don't know and maybe this goes back to the whole hypocrisy thing of like you know I, I'm, i'll make this argument here about this debate but then if i'm talking about like something which where i'm on the other side that's like blackness or whatever I, I i make a different one but i mean it's it's easy to feel as though like you're under attack or something yeah um yeah 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 well um i think uh problem solved once again basement full of heretics um resolving all of society's ills um in an hour and 25 minutes yeah. as, we, as we usually do somehow uh, somehow, <laughs> somehow 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 i feel like i feel like after episode two this one might be the one that gets the most like people like disagreeing with us maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i, I think uh, <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I, de- I definitely think this, this one, this one might challenge episode two. Uh, it's always good to, it's always good to have you in town, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is, maybe this is, we'll have to like listen to it ourselves and, and critique it and maybe have someone come on the show and, and set us, put us in line. But uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, that's episode 11, uh, Basin Full of Heretics. Once again, thanks to everyone who came along. Um, we can assure you that um, at least for the time being, 
Um, the headline section is 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 dead and buried. Headlines yeah. who? Don't know her. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, thanks for everyone for coming along. Yep. Um, you want to say bye? Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, have a good week. Everybody, take care. Much love.